Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Yashoda Health Podcast brought to you by Yashoda Hospitals. I'm Dr. Lakshmi and I'm your host and the topic for the day is expert insights on kidney stones and its management. In this episode, we'll talk about the various causes of kidney stones, the symptoms, their causes and the treatment options available. We will also discuss ways to avoid kidney stones and the importance of leading a healthy lifestyle. So stay tuned for an informative and insightful episode. We will be joined by Dr. Dilip Babu, consultant nephrologist at Yashoda Hospitals, who will provide expert advice on this topic. So let's get started. Welcome to the program, doctor. Yeah, thank you. So doctor, can you give us an overview of what kidney stones are and how are they formed? So kidney stones is a quite a common problem in our population. In fact, there are some belts in uh, Andhra Pradesh and Telangana where the people are having a lot of kidney stone formations and recurrent stone formations. So main cause for these kidney stones is idiopathic. Another leading cause for this is genetic causes like the stone formation runs in the families. So one of the cause, commonest cause, they excrete lot of calcium in their urine and which is genetically related. Another thing is some dietary factors like they eat a high protein diet or non-vegetarian food or high salt intake. These people are more commonly stone formers compared to others and usually sometimes dehydrations and recurrent kidney stone formations recurrent urine tract infections can lead to the stone formations. So kidney stones being so common, are there any risk factors that increase a person's likelihood of developing these stones? Yeah, usually people who are having genetic risk factor for recurrent kidney stone formations, like their family members are suffering from kidney stones. If these people go in dehydration or they get urine tract infections or they get some obstruction or some stagnation of the urine in the bladder, these people will get recurrent uh, kidney stone formations. So those people who are having family history, they should be well hydrated uh, to avoid this kidney stone formation. They should take antibiotics if they get urine tract infections and they should regularly screen their uh, kidneys for the kidney stones. So how are these kidney stones diagnosed doctor and what are the tests that typically used? Uh, kidney stones usually we clinically suspect in any patient who is having the back pain or flank pain which is uh, quite severe and it comes and goes. So these people will have severe pain and they will come into the emergencies for their pain management. We do usually test like uh, ultrasound uh, kidneys to find out whether stones are there or not or what is the exact size of stone and the location of the stone by doing this scan. Ideally, CT scan is the best test which will help us to tell us the exact size of the stone and the location. So these two tests, ultrasound or CT scan of the kidneys and then we do our, our complete urine examinations to find out any blood in the urine or infections and we do the kidney function test basically creatine levels to find out how the kidneys are working. So these are the basic tests we do to diagnose the kidney stones. So doctor, can you discuss the different treatment options available for kidney stones and how do you decide which one is best for a particular patient? Yeah, as I said, once a patient is diagnosed with the kidney stones, uh, we usually uh, do this scanning and we find out the kidney size, uh, stone size. Actually, if it is a stone size is less than 6 millimeter, usually it will pass into the urine with a good amount of hydrations and medications. But if kidney size is bigger, like say more than 10 millimeters or 1 centimeter, it is difficult to pass into the urine. So these people might require uh, surgeries to remove that stones. So surgeries now because of newer techniques is quite easy and it is uh, easily done. 
uh, in our Yashoda hospitals with uh, little discomfort. So, how important is it for patients to follow up with the doctors after a kidney stone diagnosis and what can they expect during follow-up appointments? So, usually once a, a patient has been treated for the kidney stones and they become stone-free, we usually call them for regular follow-up, usually after a month or some. After one month, we usually do few tests, key, what is the reason for the kidney stone formations. We check their 24-hour urine calcium level, axolate level, citrate level and we do blood test also, calcium, phosphorus or uric acid. Sometimes we send that stone also for stone analysis to find out the which type of stone and we do all these blood tests and urine tests to find out the reason. Once we get to know the reason, we will give necessary dietary precautions to them, which diet they have to take. They have to maintain good amount of water intake or maintain hydration to prevent the recurrent stone formation. As we all know, once someone forms the stone, next 10 years, 50% of people might get again stone formation. So, we have to be uh, educate the patient that one stone, there are chances they might get stone again and again. So, we have to give necessary dietary precautions and medications to prevent the recurrent stone formation. Yeah, that's right. So, are there any lifestyle changes or dietary modifications that can help prevent kidney stones? Yeah, so once we diagnose with kidney stone, if someone is having kidney stone because of oxalate stones, like we, which is the commonest uh, type of stone like calcium oxalate. So, we usually tell them to avoid the food items which contains high oxalate levels like uh, we gave spinach and tomatoes. These, these are the some of the vegetables which contains high oxalate levels. And we tell them to reduce their protein intake, avoid the non-vegetarian food, reduce their salt intake. So, these are the general dietary precautions to prevent the recurrent stone formation. We tell them to maintain good amount of hydration on an average 2.5 to 3 liters per day so that even if small stone is formed, it will be passed in the urine. So, they have to maintain these dietary precautions as well as good amount of hydrations. They have to treat for their recurrent urine tract infection to prevent the recurrent stone formation. So, thank you, doctor, and thank you all for listening and stay tuned for more episodes from Yashoda Hospitals. Thank you.